Welcome to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I'm your host, Bill Cates, creator of the Cates Academy for Relationship Marketing. In each episode, I interview one of our industry's top performers, getting them to pass on their secrets to success to you so that you can impact more lives and generate more income. Now, on to the show. Welcome, welcome. Before we get started, I want to let you know about some free resources that I invite you to retrieve after you've listened to today's interview. You'll find checklists, guides, videos, other tools. Simply go to referralcoach.com forward slash resources. Now write this down unless you're driving. That's referralcoach.com forward slash resources. It'll also be in the show notes. And while you're there, make sure you sign up for our weekly tips. We're always sharing best practices and we'll notify you of our newest podcast interviews as they go live. And while these resources are free to you, I think you'll find them quite valuable. So my guest for today's show is Todd Gillingham, JD, CFP, CHFC, CLU. Hope I didn't leave any out. You know, I met Todd through through Deidre Van Nest during my podcast interview with Deidre. She mentioned some of the things that Todd and his team are doing, and I just knew I I had to meet this guy. And by the way, if you haven't listened to my interview with Deidre yet, I highly recommend it. Um, So after you've listened to this show, look up episode 25, Top Advisor Podcast, episode 25. Uh, and it's entitled How Your Personal Brand Story Helps Attract New Clients. And we'll be touching on that a little bit here today with Todd. Anyway, back to Todd Gillingham. Todd is one of the founding partners of Landmark Wealth Management Group. He works from his, uh, their office in Lake Elmo, Minnesota, in the greater Minneapolis-St. Paul area. I believe I have some great topics to delve into with Todd. We're going to talk about why the Landmark team went independent. We're going to talk about their use of video how the team has done well by focusing on a large employer in their area, how Landmark is implementing their client-focused why stories that I just mentioned, and we'll top things off with a concept he brings to his clients that is part of Landmark's mission statement, helping guide their clients towards abundance. Todd Gillingham, welcome to Top Advisor Podcast. Bill, it's a privilege to be here with you, and I know you'll bring value to your listeners, I'm trying to figure out if I will, but oh, they'll I, be the I, judge of this. Yeah, I know you will. We wouldn't be here if I didn't think that. So thank you. Uh, uh, one humble guide to another here, right? <laughs> uh, so before we get into the meat uh, of, of so many great things that you and your team are doing, let's create a little bit of context. Just give me the executive briefing of your firm, how many team members, types of clients your team are attracting these days, anything else you think our listeners might find interesting. Bill, at Landmark Wealth Management Group, as you mentioned, our mission is to help guide our clients on their financial journey toward abundance. And so our executive team puts the client at the center of all of our decisions. I'm sure like every financial services firm, uh, we have three Twin Cities offices. We have one Silicon Valley office, uh, 35 team members of which 12 are wealth advisors, and I think half of them have their CFP, which we're proud of that. Mm -hmm. Um, We target clients from Fortune 500 companies and business owners looking at uh, ways to exit appropriately. Um, We manage about $800 in assets under management and probably another $200 maybe a little more than that, in annuity programs for our clients. So uh, let's talk about, let's start with video. You have 
two videos on your homepage. You have videos scrolling across uh, your about page where each team member shares their story of why they truly believe in their value. You post videos on LinkedIn. You've created a lot more videos for, for other purposes. And I, I want to save the scrolling why videos for later. Uh, I'd like you to tell us your story of, of uh, how YouTube became an important uh, tool for you and uh, housing videos on YouTube and using videos with clients and prospects and and really some of the results that it's produced for you. Yeah. So you asked about YouTube. It's It's really been a garage for us because there's bigger storage capabilities there than on the website. Um, so see. I'll come back to YouTube because strategically, I think it's going to become more important. At least that's what we're hoping. But over the past two years, we've worked hard at getting our messaging out to existing and prospective clients. More recently, we've created several brief videos. Um, in fact, there's a book, uh, Axios, Smart Brevity, that's great. Uh, just getting your messaging brief and cogent. And so uh, I, I read that at an opportune time. But it just helps us keep things uh, really short and to the point. And so we send these out to select Fortune 500 companies to learn more about uh, their employee benefits and a little bit more about our firm. Uh, and so we send these videos individually as part of an overall email campaign. Uh, and again, it's just education. And we let them know that we're not their employer. Uh, and that we're able to work in concert with their human resources area and their third-party uh, providers uh, and whatever tools that they have available. We're there to augment those, not to replace those, uh, because people pay us for advice, which their HR department can't cannot provide. As far as uh, lead generation activity, we're always measuring, Bill, you know, $1 invested, get us three bucks. Uh, so our our standing lead gen committee, everybody, it's a mantra. Um, and so as an example, and I'm cherry picking, okay, uh, we did, an, did a video last September and conservatively, let's say we spent $10,000, including labor. That topic, which was hot lump sum versus lifetime annuity income for those that are were in the bullseye. Everybody wanted information on that. So, you know, we went viral and it generated uh, as of the end of Q1 last week, 20 million in revenue for the firm. So you, you do the math, it's about $1 <laughs> invested, got us $2,000 of revenue. We'll, we'll take that, but that's not going to happen every day. So easily 10 to one, uh, our CFO would sign off on that in a second. So $10,000 on, on one video, or was it more than the production of the video? Cause that sounds a lot for one video. Was it more to it than that? When you say 10,000? Yeah. When you factor in uh, the talents time, so Christian and myself as the talking head, you know, was it really 10,000 and maybe it was half of that, but I, I didn't okay. want it to be accused of you know, aggressively messing with the numbers. So mm -hmm. realistically, maybe we did it for $2,000, but even at 10,000, you know, well, you, yeah. you, you don't know. There's a little bit of going to Vegas uh, with this, but day in and day out, it's just employee benefit information that uh, sometimes the human resources area has great information. Uh, oftentimes they're overloaded with too many things. And so we supplement that and uh, you know, people, people want to learn. You know, before we get to another topic, I want to, uh, I, I was reminded of 
a past episode with Jeremy Kyle. It's episode number 27. I wanted to look it up so people can listen to Jeremy. He did a video. His his target market in Milwaukee is um Harley Davidson. Harley Davidson, exactly yeah, Jeremy's right. A, Jeremy's a friend, yeah. Yeah. And that one video that he did, one of many, is what all his clients use to introduce Jeremy to them. So just from an introductory factor, uh, it's it's paid off big for him. So in the spirit of uh target market, if you will, uh, it's one of my favorite topics, how you can expand your results by narrowing your focus. So in your case, uh, your focus is on attracting and serving clients in a very large employer, much like Jeremy, in your metropolitan area. I know it's not everything you do, but it's a big part of what you do. So uh, tell us the impetus uh, for why you did this, uh, what the process looks like a little bit, and most importantly, always the results you've been able to produce. So you got to go back a few years. Uh, I was a corporate guy and enjoyed that, um, you know, the formative years. And going back to 89, my first financial advisor. So I had the cube and here comes this guy with a really bad mustache, knocks on my cube and it's Gary Tangwall. So Gary is a great friend and the founder with me of this firm. And uh, so it, it was a good advisor for me. And I just, we just kept tabs on each other. So 2006, fast forward, I had an opportunity uh, to do something different and on my terms. And, and so I thought it was time to see if I could be an advisor. And so after about eight months with Gary, who is just this legendary, you know, good person and awesome advisor for, uh, for our predecessor organization. Uh, we looked at each other and said, there's got to be a better way, uh, you know, doing just workshop marketing and kind of the same old, same old was kind of boring and it wasn't producing the results results that he and I thought that we could do. So we talked about two different Fortune 500 organizations in our neighborhood, and it took us about three minutes to do pluses and minuses, and we landed on 3M. So uh, three miles uh, from this office in Lake Elmo is global headquarters for 3M. I think at the end of the day, it was a lot of trial and error. I had done a lot of public speaking. Gary hadn't done as much, but together we just improved every time we did a learning event. And sometimes it was on 3M turf. Um, most often it was not, but we would use a newspaper to advertise these workshops and we would build an audience and statistically uh, pretty consistently 70% of the attendees uh, through a response form or a resource form as we called it would want to take advantage of the free consult free 60 minute and of those 50% would sign up as clients well wow. and and so that was already pretty good and we knew we had something there just understanding the benefits uh, as well as as you must in that situation probably 100 and We've done 150 of those types of workshops over the years, but at about 125, I looked at Gary and I said, "Hey, um, death by PowerPoint in in you know over lunch, 75 minutes. Let's just pull up a couple of bar stools and let's promote this as a and A. Bring your questions and try to stump us." And it, it worked out well. It took some courage on our part, um, but you, you, know, you do this so long, uh, you can answer most of the questions, and those you can't, you say, "Well, I'm not sure." It's probably this, but you know, give me your contact information. And I'll get back to you. And we always did. 
And so that was a that was a huge uh, opportunity because it put us in a different light. It, it made us more human. Uh, we could tell stories about each other and kind of pick on each other. And people thought maybe that had some entertaining value. Most of me was picking, most of it was me picking on Gary, unfortunately. And, and then, um, we met Deirdre, uh, this is probably five years ago. And, uh, we heard, uh, about her public speaking ability and her own story, which, you know, I'd invite your listeners to, to really listen to her podcast with you because, uh, it's quite a story that she has to tell. And so she came to one of our PowerPoint presentations, Bill, and uh, afterwards um, she said something like, oh, uh, Todd and Gary, that's a lot of information, so much information. And I said, yeah, and it's great, isn't it? And she said, no, <laughs> it's really too much information. But I said, wait, they're engineers, they're analytical. And mm -hmm. she said, yeah, but they're also humans. They want some stories. And so uh, very quickly, we inserted some true stories, and obviously we changed the clients' names to, to protect their confidentiality. Mm -hmm. And it was a challenge uh, for Gary and I, and you get better each time you do it, because some were happy stories, but some are tragic. But you could tell the first time we did it, uh, people uh, immediately were more involved with you as a, as a presenter. Their eyes were focused on you. You had them. If you did this right, um, you had their total attention. And uh, it was discernible. It was immediate. And our response forms, our, our evaluations, if you will, improved even more because we got human. We, we just, uh, uh, even though you're the most analytical engineer in the world and you love uh, death by Excel spreadsheet, you love a good story, even if it's... Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, happy ending or, or tragic. So Deirdre was incredibly important for our formative learning with, with all of our advisors to say, you know, uh, make sure people understand your prospective clients, your existing clients, understand who you are after you listen appropriately to them and have them figured out um, because they appreciate that uh, your humanity as well. Hmm. So I've got a few follow-ups to that. First of all, Early on, you said you were putting ads in the newspaper. Uh, probably wouldn't do that anymore. Who reads a newspaper? But uh, uh, it, it, it. So most of these events were not at the 3M campus, you, but but they were geared towards 3M. So in the, in the promotion, did it say for 3M employees? I guess that's the point I want to try to get. Yeah, we would uh, couch it saying for 3M specifically, we'd have eight or nine, you know, kind of teaser bullets. Mm -hmm. Did you know, you know, about mm -hmm. their benefits? Um, and it would be comprehensive in scope, just like our firm from estate planning to uh, non-qualified stock options to income tax minim minimization, lump sum or, or lifetime mm -hmm. annuity. And in the ads, we'd say, you know, if you work at, at another firm, your benefits may be similar, so you're welcome to attend. So we wouldn't shut out others, but mainly it was 95% always a 3M audience. Well, it's going to be most relevant to them, and they see that it's relevant to them pretty much immediately, right? Uh, the other question follow-up was the bar stool. <laughs> All right, you're doing PowerPoints, you were doing kind of formal seminars, you said, and we just pull up a bar stool. So I think it's probably more than that. You weren't at a bar, and, and I mean... A couple of times we were, Bill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So three emers, so three emers like to have fun, and so okay. we would figure out where yeah. some of the local watering holes. But but to your I point, see. we also did it at some nice country clubs in the neighborhood. But uh, you know, we just sit down and we just be really an audience member, and uh, from a, from an you know, intimacy standpoint, even if it was a larger crowd, you'd get closer to the attendees, uh, especially if you were able to answer their questions. I see. So it wasn't like you're off back separated. PowerPoint, kind of a, a, a an artificial separation between you and the audience. When you mean pull up a bar stool, sitting there in front of them, having a conversation, the whole thing get got less formal. I think is what what I'm hearing. Yes. Yeah, and you and you'd promote it as Q and A. Bring your questions, yeah. and uh, you know you'd yeah. wait maybe three seconds for the first person. No one was shy. Yeah, yeah. And Good. And, and then you were off and running in the 75 minute session. Uh, went by in a in a in nice. a flash, and then the final follow up before we move on is the stories that you told. So these were mostly client stories. Were they kind of like mini case studies? Here was this person's situation, and this is the challenge, and here's what we did, and here's how they felt afterwards. Sort of that sort of story. Yeah, most of them uh, were were fairly brief, less than three minutes, maybe two minutes. Uh, you know, Gary had a had a memorable one about Social Security and uh, you know what happens if you pick you know the right combination. Um, I started the presentations off typically, and it was more about uh, a family that uh, maybe made a wrong decision, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, so there was some uh, emotion with that and death and 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 based on you know real fact pattern. Um, and so if you don't want to leave a mess for your family, you know, kind of that sort of thing, you know, mm -hmm. here's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, yep. so you get their attention right away, but, uh, we would probably do five or six, um, fairly small three minute max stories to, to frame important topics, uh, based on their benefits. By the way, for, for those of you listening, uh, I want you to really get this, the story side of things. I got a call from a guy, an advisor, actually it was his wife really said, we get people to our seminars, but we can't convert. And, and what happened was it was a knowledge dump to the point where they were leaving the room and he's still dumping knowledge on them. And either they were confused, they, they didn't know what to do. So yeah, you, you humanize yourself as well. Do you not? When you, when you tell stories and people want to, they want to know you know what you're talking about. They want credibility, and they also want to like you uh, and trust you. And I think Stories does all of that. In in just a minute, I'm going to ask Todd about he, how he and his team have embraced and Im implemented this concept of communicating why they believe in their value. It's kind of their story. Uh, and they have a great way of showing this and video on their website. And then we'll wrap up with uh, how Todd and his team talk to their clients about helping guide them on their journey towards abundance. But first, let's briefly pause to listen to a word from our sponsor, Pod Rocket Academy, who makes this podcast possible. And I should add, is in the business of helping advisors launch and run their own podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the Influence Accelerators. Proudmouth. If you're like our clients, you want to spend more time educating people and less time selling. That's why we turn Main Street experts like you into trusted mainstream authorities. We help you amplify your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. 
Visit ProudMouth.com to learn more. Be your own loud. Before we continue with this episode, I want you to know about a new tool that you just might want to check out. We call it Rapid Fire Referrals. If you're new to my work, this is a great affordable entry point to some of the processes and, and that I teach. And, and if you've been following me for a while, this is a great tool to, to keep going and, and being reminded of our processes uh, and create your exponential growth, uh, keep everything top of mind. One of our advisors uh, nickname uh, rapid fire referrals as the habit maker. So in a nutshell, once per week for 52 weeks, you'll receive a short high content video lesson geared to provide very specific actions that you can implement immediately to start multiplying your best clients, turning that incremental growth into exponential growth, getting in front of the right type of clients in the most efficient way. Uh, in addition to the weekly lessons, you'll also get uh, access to a special bonus interview that provides you with great overview of our complete system right at the very beginning. It gives you more context to the videos that follow. Uh, while you may be sick of me after 52 <laughs> video lessons, I can guarantee you won't be sick of the results producing ideas that we provide in each video. So as a listener of Top Advisor Podcast, you also receive $100 off the regular investment of $297. So it's only $197 for all these lessons and the bonus interview. Just make sure you use the coupon code RFR100. So it's rapidfirereferrals.com and then RFR100. Our featured guest on this episode of Top Advisor Podcast is Todd Gillingham, the founding partner of Landmark Wealth Management Group. Todd works out of their Lake Elmo, Minnesota office. Uh, for years, I've been teaching a concept I call your client-focused why. Essentially, it's why you believe your value in your value and, and how that belief is a benefit to the clients. And that second part's an important part, right? It's not just all about you and why you believe in your value, which is also very good, but it's also, and therefore, the impact to the client. Uh, and, and this sort of why typically gets communicated in the form of a story, as we've been talking a little bit so I mentioned at the top of this interview, I learned, um, Todd, ab about you through my podcast interview with Deidre Van Nest, who you've mentioned, and that's uh, Top Advisor podcast episode number 25. So I'd like you to talk about why this concept, concept spoke to you and the creative ways that you've implemented this strategy in the videos and other ways and the results that you might be able to attribute to that. Big question, I guess, yes. but please. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so Deirdre gets uh, a lot of congratulations and thanks from our team. Um, and you're always learning. You're always uh, looking at data. Um, you're always trying to figure out what's next. And I think if you interviewed our partners, some would say, what's your differentiator? Um you know, you might get five or six different answers. I know one answer you would get from some would be, well, we're comprehensive in scope. We help people with minimizing income tax, with uh, creating or updating their estate plan, retirement income distribution strategies, uh, in addition to, you know, helping manage their money with our RAC um, investment ops and investment research team. 
Um, and, and that's all well and good, but you know, you know, there's several firms out there that also do comprehensive financial planning. And, and so, what Deirdre helped us with is, and, and I'm being redundant, but it was um, getting us to a point where, uh, look, it, it it people want to understand that you get your topic. You are an expert in these areas and you have expertise with a 3M and their benefits. Uh, that's great. Maybe that's a differentiator for us with 3M. We've built a brand mm -hmm. there over, you know, 17 mm -hmm. years or whatever it's been. But if you can take that further and show your humanity and give prospective clients a better sense as to who we are as advisors, both, you know, good stories, happy endings, and those that are tough to tell and, and proud of our advisors because many of them, you know, took that initiative very, very seriously and did some soul searching. And one uh, partner talked about her divorce and how difficult it was, um, but, you know, really shared information that I didn't know. And so that sort of, uh, you know, if you're going to come work with us as a client, uh, we want you to know us. Our job is to listen to you and understand you first and foremost, but also um, you deserve to have an understanding about where we come from and what makes us tick. Yeah, I, I, I often say that um, people want to know what you do. They want to know how you do it. They want that credibility piece, but they also want a sense of who you are, right? If you're going to influence and uh, the current and future, uh, their future financial life, you know, who is this person? Um, and so you have, uh, I know on your about page, you have these videos, these short videos scrolling across. I am curious how your team reacted to, to your uh, request to everyone do a video because some people <laughs> don't feel comfortable doing this. Did they react pretty well? Did they get into the video? Did they enjoy it? Where, did you drag them reluctantly? Uh, it depends. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I'll pick on Gary. Uh, mm -hmm. No, no, you know, put someone else in front of the camera. Um, mm -hmm. But he did great. Um, and, and the story, you know, resonates with people. Mm -hmm. Um you know, another partner, uh, it was more difficult because don't like to be in front of the camera, number one. And number two, the story is hard to tell. Mm. And so very proud of her for, um, you know, giving that perspective and that side of her, which makes her more human. Um, and so for most of the advisors, I think it was, what is my story? You yes. know, we kind of, we kind of ask our clients and, and maybe a differentiator for some firms out there, uh, here's all the quantitative stuff, right? The numbers and who owns what, and you know, if I die first, what happens? Uh, there is this whole somewhat explored, but yet still, you know, how do you monetize it? Kind of the qualitative values-based side. And, mm -hmm. and Daryl, uh, you know, one of the founding partners who's now retired, Daryl Scheidler, but he's he's still professor emeritus of education for our our team. Uh, he was a groundbreaker and also one of the first CFPs ever at, at helping people um, define, okay, what are you going to do next? You're excited to retire, but you know everyone needs a purpose. And so uh, that's a differentiator uh, as well if you have the type of client that is willing, and not all are, 
to get into this qualitative based on my values, based on my definition of abundance, here's what I want to focus on now or next. And that can separate you. Uh, and, and I think that's, again, Deirdre of helping us uh, further kind of push ourselves as advisors to say it's, yeah, the, the numbers are important. The performance is important. It's making sure the estate plan is tight and the financial plan is tight, but there's more. And mm -hmm. and you can ingratiate yourself to clients. You can help retention. You can attract more if you can figure out how to, you know, explain that it's not just about the quantitative. There's this whole qualitative side that if you allow us, you know, we can get into that and help you as well. Yeah. And I, I want to get into that's a perfect segue into the next topic. But before I get there, I, I always like to put myself in the in the shoes and the minds of the folks listening so just a little bit more back to this this story and this why i know it's video on your website do you also talk to prospective clients or clients about this do you and your team members i'm guessing early on in the new relationship shift a little and say this is why we do this is do you reveal that personally or do you just leave it for the website so you're like the good litigator. So that's like the third time you you walk that past me. So that's good, Bill. I, I caught on now. So thank you. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, yeah. So so as advisors, um, the last three times I've asked, you know, it's it's usually at the end of the first meeting, uh, and I have a first meeting here in an hour hour from now, mm -hmm. um, and, and I'll ask at the end. And the last two times, well, they've already seen it which is great. Maybe that helped them make the decision to come in and, and talk with me or other advisors. Um, and so to have it on a good website, uh, and ours is in need of improving, probably everybody would say that uh, for yeah. their own website, just because it's just a moving target. Um, to have it out there and people that are really doing their due diligence on you and, and uh, your firm, uh, they probably have already looked at that. And so we are finding uh, a lot have previewed. For those that haven't, we give them an opportunity at that first meeting because it's, uh, again, it's it's brief, uh, it's to the point, you know, three or four minutes generally, and it does a, a really nice job of explaining who this advisor is. So you'll play the video in the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, interesting. And we ask Look, permission, and some, 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 of course. some, some. No, no, no. I, I'll look at, watch it when I get home and okay, that's fine. All right. All right. So abundance, uh, tell us more about this. This is part of your values, part of the, perhaps a differentiator as you've hinted. Uh, how did that evolve for you? How did that come about? And, um, you know, is it helping you win more clients? It's, I, I'm sure it's helping you keep your current clients. And uh, just a follow-up to this complicated question I suspect not all clients want to go there with you, or or maybe I'm wrong. So tell us of what that is, how you got there, a little more about it. Yeah, so serving as a guide, helping our clients on their journey toward abundance, um, Daryl Scheidler. So now now retired, still helping us with education at Landmark Wealth Management Group, uh, and a dear friend and a great mentor. So the the mission statement is his. And there's some biblical roots to it. But to answer your question, um, we don't propose what abundance is for our clients. So no one's ever said, nah, I don't want to go there. 
okay. we right away explain this is your definition of abundance and it might mm -hmm. be financial it may not it may be time and we give some examples of other clients that have come through and you know there's the story uh, clients uh, both three emmers and they were so excited to get retired and just okay yeah here's the math you can retire now you're going to do this great what are you going to do or we're going to travel where are you going to go? Uh, and right then, you know, as an advisor, they haven't really thought about this. So uh, helping people with that purpose, which may or may not be part of that abundance umbrella for them, um, mm -hmm. but it just lets our clients know that, yes, the financial aspect is really important. And that's what drove them here, or understanding their benefits or not having to worry about stuff. But if they want to get into more of the, you know, what's my purpose going to be today or tomorrow when things change, um, uh, we're equipped or getting better equipped to do that because that is also a moving target. And, uh, and, and that's hard for some advisors to get into those types of discussions. It can be. I think, though, that when you help people create a vision or, or, or create more clarity around their vision for what that next phase would look like, I mean, that's just, that's important work, right? And they get excited about it. I think it probably helps them stay on the path of doing what they need to do to, to get there. Uh, I suspect it might also make you more referable, does it not? Uh, I mean, just because it, what you bring to them is probably more than what they expected. They thought you were just going to help them manage their finances, perhaps, or manage their investments, but they walk away with a lot more. Uh, is that the case? Tell me how that you feel it's impacting the relationships and perhaps even the referability of the, of the practice. It definitely helps retention. It does help referability. At the end of the day, that process of going deeper with clients, uh, and sometimes you have to kind of figure out profitability on this and how to monetize it. Um, but, you know, retaining a client is worth a lot uh, financially. Mm -hmm. and, and so, I think for our firm, if we devote uh, some time and at least open the door to help define what abundance is for clients based on their values and goals, uh, that does open their eyes because they haven't generally heard that before. And they're, oh, this is a different experience. They may be fearful of it, uh, but we try to uh, do this in a, in a caring way uh, and, and assign a little bit of homework. Um, but it, you know, when you, when it's all said and done, um, if, if they choose to stay with you or engage with you and stay with you for, for years, it was all worth it. And, yes, and I think they're, they're better, yeah. they're better prepared to face whatever comes at them. And, and the, and the, the, the line that I've used often, uh, at many of these 3M events and the state planning learning events is, you know, who wants to leave a mess? Right. And and no one generally, you know, sometimes there's a smart guy that raises his, their hand, but generally because of love, no, I don't want to leave a mess. And so as part of the estate planning process and updating and creating estate plans, I mean, this is a natural to have these types of legacy discussions. And, um, you know, sometimes people have, have thought that through. Uh, other times it's deer in the headlights, but they want to figure it out with your help. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they've thought it through, then they go, yes, this is, I've done this. I know this is important. I'm glad they talk about it. And if they haven't done it, they'll go, yeah, I better, I better work on this. Right. So either way, it can't hurt you. 
our featured guest today has been Todd Gillingham, the founding partner of uh, one of the founding partners of Landmark Wealth Management Group based in greater Minneapolis, St. Paul. Todd, thank you so much for joining me on Top Advisor Podcast. Bill, uh, privilege again, and uh, look forward to visiting with you in the future. Absolutely. To you, the listener of this podcast, may I ask you a small favor. If you like this episode or like the podcast in general, please leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening to the show. Not all platforms have a place for reviews, but if yours does, I'd be grateful. Thank you. And if you haven't already, head over to referralcoach.com forward slash resources to sign up for our weekly tips and access a ton of free guides, scripts, uh, an abundance, I should say, of free guides and scripts. And don't forget to check out rapidfirereferrals.com, rapidfirereferrals.com, and use the coupon code RFR100 to save $100. This is Bill Cates reminding you that ideas do not make you more successful. It's only acting on those ideas that will bring you the success you desire. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I encourage you to visit my website, referralcoach.com, for links to my books, online courses, and to register for the Cates Academy.